What the hell? What the hell? What the hell is up? What the hi and welcome to What the hell is up? My name is Claire and I'm here to ask the tough questions in life, such as What the hell is up? With you? With me? With the world? With those crazy vegan YouTubers out there on the web? This podcast is a plight for me to be more honest and to put something out there that might be an encouragement to others. I'm keen on honesty and authenticity, yet I have somewhat learned to hide. So I hope that each podcast episode will allow me to get more comfortable in sharing out about my journey. Topics which will be addressed include my journey of mental health struggles, self-esteem and self-worth, sexuality, and a whole slew of other potentially relevant tidbits of my story. Thanks so very much for tuning in to listen. Grab some coffee or tea and think of this as the coffee shop date of your dreams. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to listen. I'm wondering, how's your day going? I hope that your day has been super, super lovely. I've been blessed with some incredibly beautiful fall days um, here in Seattle lately with more sunlight than I ever could have hoped for in October. It's been such a blessing. Today, I'm wondering, what the hell is up with confidence? How do we have confidence and how do we know when we have true confidence that helps us live happy and fulfilled lives? Honestly, what the hell is up with this new confidence that I've stumbled upon recently? A couple of days ago, I met someone at a coffee shop. We just started chatting about what we've been up to in life lately. And somewhere along the way, she told me that I appeared to be a confident person. And likewise, several months ago, I recall a friend of mine telling me again that she perceived me to be a confident person. And then another moment I'm remembering just recently is a friend of mine from high school. He commented to me that I seem to have a lot more confidence now than I did back in high school. And oddly, I've realized that this truly is the case. I do feel confident. And it's taken a bit of gratitude and reflection to realize that I haven't always been confident in who I am by any means. Do you remember back in high school or even back in middle school? when confidence was kind of a battle to face every single day. I think my battle for confidence extended a little longer into high school and still somewhat into my college years. Choosing confidence in different situations today is still a challenge. But looking back to high school and even college, I'm really happy to say that I've gained a ton more confidence in myself since either of those times. Also important to note is that (laughs) I just graduated from university a few months ago, so really this kind of transition into being more confident is extremely recent. To depict that I wasn't always confident, I'm just going to share a journal entry that I wrote in June of 2017. In a time when my culture demands labels, I'm stuck wondering what I am. I think about what sort of personality inhabits this body and how that aligns with the energy I emit, and I wonder about my fears. Bad first impressions? Second, good impressions that make the first or second me look like a fraud. Saying too much, not saying enough. I think, if I was only more comfortable, maybe I could be myself in this moment. I say, only with certain people can I say things and be things and ask things. I love time alone with myself until the moments when I don't. And I think back to moments when I felt so comfortable and happy. My shyness threatens to suffocate me. I wonder if I appear in such a way that I am content with my feeling of aloneness. 
There was never really a time in my life that I preferred solitude over the company of friendships that lifted me up. My urge to flee certain people to be alone emerged from a feeling of discomfort with people who I should have no problem being around. This makes me feel guilt. Guilt that I am stubborn, almost picky about the people who I will be real with, as I expect realness from others. Who thinks that's fair? So I think again. Head up, Claire. Confidence is key. It's not about you. Better yet, shift your perspective. Love unabashedly. Say hello and ask and ask and ask without fear of their perceptions of your awkwardness or anything of the sort. I'm stuck wondering what they remembered me by. Excuse me, but I don't think this was how you were meant to live. You've been given one life, live large and free. So not only did I sort of describe feeling alone and worrying about what people thought of me. I brought it back to the fact that confidence is the most important and I think that struggle that I've sometimes experienced between being shy or showing my true colors is really caught up in not just feeling lonely but actually not feeling confident in who I am and not feeling ready to embrace who I am in order to connect with others. So yeah, this this journal entry even now gives me some inspiration to keep doing what I said in there. Why not just say hello and ask and connect with others and live life to the fullest? <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked looking back on this and seeing where I've grown from here because I, I definitely don't have these these same fears because I've just learned to live into myself and feel happy and confident with that energy that I think I, I do have inside me. To me, having true confidence means that I'm free from the fear of being my truest self. Perhaps it takes some work to realize who our truest self is and to really let the world see this. I've realized that confidence is extremely important to me in connecting with others and exercising compassion. Though I've always felt that I have the potential to care for others and live compassionately, without confidence in who I am as a person, opportunities to care for people are quite hindered. I only recently have realized that choosing confidence comes with believing in what I have to say and choosing to say those things. And this can really pave the way for connections with others. I think back in high school and even in college and sometimes even now, I tend to face this battle of, should I take up the airspace here? Should I, should I say something? Should I speak up? With little or small things, it takes some confidence to decide to participate in conversation and trust that this is a way to build connections with others and that, um, yeah, I am worth it. And I think maintaining confidence has also kind of been challenged with this balance that I had with being humble. Um, that might sound so strange, but I think that balancing, like being humble about myself and putting others first in conversation had to find a balance with being confident enough in myself to like bring out my real personality and decide to have a voice in a group, for example. Back in high school, um, I still love to try new things and have fun, um, be me with a few people. I participated in dance and theater and things like that helped express myself. But my struggle to maintain confidence uh, in a normal day was pretty apparent, I feel. I can think back to times <laughs> when I would like pretend I had to study. And this is a very specific example. In my senior year, everybody was super stoked about having 
these senior waivers, basically like a free period during the day. And my school school day, the periods were two hours long, about two hours. And so having a free class off was like a really awesome, cool thing to have. And a lot of people would use it to just sleep in or hang out with friends. Some would do homework and I would get to school I would go to this place called the Career Center where lots of students would gather and work on things, talk about career plans, or just like hang out. And good on me for being studious, but (laughs) I would like hustle during my waiver. And I wish I could say that it was because I was like so motivated to study. Yes, I was motivated, but mostly being studious during that senior waiver was kind of avoiding jumping into this very specific group of people who I can remember being in this room with me while I was doing my homework. There was just like this group of kids, I can still remember who was there. And during this time, they would like laugh and kind of joke around. They would study, but they would like hang out together and do that. They would work on things and still talk together. And they would be at one table. And I just remember that I would be at a different table during the same time. Maybe I would say hello. And maybe they would ask me like, how are you doing? But I just recall that like struggle for having confidence to be able to join them and like I knew them and they were very like funny cool people who I had this like subtle longing to want to hang out with but this feeling of this lack of confidence kind of hindered me from just participating so trying to look studious was a good way out of that (laughs) and that kind of struggle that that stuck with me in high school and even into college But luckily, college is a pretty great time to push the boundaries of what we're comfortable with socially. And it really does require going out on a limb to get to know people, and doing so certainly helped grow my confidence. And that kind of leads into my next point, that embracing new experiences and taking risks really helped me grow my confidence. I think my newfound confidence that I've realized has been because of some risks that I've taken recently, which have helped solidify trust in myself. And these sorts of risks that I'm talking about can be pretty simple. Last school year, during my senior year of nursing school, a friend of mine invited me to participate in a play that she was directing. And it'd been forever since I had done theater. I didn't really have any time to do it with nursing school and work and other commitments. And I didn't really have like any good reason to do so, but it just sounded really fun. And I also wasn't even sure if I would like do very well in it because I hadn't done theater in forever. But I don't know, I just went for it. It sounded like a lot of fun. And I participating in something like so different from what I was kind of supposed to be doing and then feeling like I did well in it was definitely like a little bit of a confidence boost, even though there was some risk in it. Another risk-taking endeavor that has grown my confidence is travel, which requires embracing the unknown and just kind of appreciating the journey that emerges. It requires a lot of trust in yourself when you're traveling to just enjoy the moment you're in no matter what it brings and trust in yourself with whatever is going to happen. When I was abroad, I found this to be true and even just some like shorter trips that I've taken. And I think kind of the exhilaration that comes with traveling and leaning on that unknown does feel risk-taking, but totally a boost of confidence if it goes well or even when it doesn't. Embracing passions that may not be constructive or very productive has boosted my confidence too. For example, um, the decision to dive into this podcast feels like a nice little confidence boost for me just to to do it no matter what's going to happen with it. It feels good to trust myself to choose to do something I've always wanted to do and put some work and time into it, even though there's really no security of how it could turn out. 
somehow trusting in something that we love and diving into a passion that could not have any productive outcome is kind of a confidence boost. And lastly, another risk that, an area of risk that I think has positively contributed to my better confidence is taking risks in relationship with other people. I think this looks really different depending on the situation, but for me, risk-taking in relationships has meant learning how to be honest with people, speaking up for myself, but also trusting in the unknown that can be inherently present with different relationships. People can be unpredictable and we we can't really guess how things are going to turn out with specific people in our lives, whether it be family, friends, significant others. But remembering that relationships are dynamic and can change, but trusting the processes that happen in them, it can feel like a risk, but I found that it's a risk worth taking. And trusting yourself to kind of do what's best for you while also taking risk in that can really boost confidence. Confidence in myself has kind of also required embracing trial and error about how I perceive myself. Maybe not trial and error necessarily about who I am, but more embracing challenges that threaten my self-concept. When I've encountered a struggle, each time I overcome it, I look back and realize that I'm somehow like more confident after that. And despite everything, these things have actually contributed to who I am and especially having flexibility about who I believe that I am and who I could become. I'll provide an example to sort of depict what I'm talking about. Last year, I had this season where um, my mental health was at a, a pretty bad low for me. It was just a challenging time where it was difficult for me to admit to even people close to me that I was struggling. Um, I mean, I was overwhelmed with nursing school and work and in friendships but just feeling very isolated in that and one of those overwhelming times, which I'm sure you can relate to. And I don't know about you, but I think it can be so difficult to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're in those seasons. During that time, my confidence was pretty low. I didn't have a lot of faith in myself to do things. I worried I wasn't even gonna be able to get through one quarter of nursing school and my self-esteem was pretty bad. But as I finally came out of that, just, I think, time and I also tried out some counseling life situations were changing as things got better for me and I came out of that I realized that I now held a much more positive view of myself and felt a lot happier about who who I was after I got through that I looked back and realized I was so much more confident than I had ever been I think confidence felt more natural because I believed in myself and I had actual appreciation and true love for who I am. Sharing a smile with someone was easier because I appreciated who I was inside. And even though I thought, oh, that's that's wonderful, I got through that, it also reminded me that a difficult season will probably happen again. And it's important to have a bit of faith and confidence in myself that one, I can get through it. And two, I'll probably be better off because of it. And I, I know that could sound really cliche, but I just have learned to believe that every time we experience something that threatens our sense of self and makes us ask, who the hell even am I right now? These situations ultimately have contributed to a better version of myself and one that I'm more happy and comfortable with. Letting myself relish in what I love has also helped me with my confidence. Discovering a little bit more time to dive into passions and letting myself, I guess, having the appreciating and sharing my appreciation for the things I love has helped me have confidence and owning those things for all that they are um, has helped me foster confidence. I think it's really fun too to 
I think this could be really obvious, but for a while there, I struggled with, I think, wondering, like, is it, is it weird that, like, I like this thing or um, that I really don't like that thing or... I don't know, I really appreciate this. Like, is that strange? Like, does that make me weird to like that a lot? But I think discovering those things that we love that make us us, finding those things and loving them fully and owning it is such a good way to confidence building. So I've definitely experienced a plethora of barriers to confidence. The first one that probably comes to your mind and my mind is the assumptions and stereotypes from others that can occur and even just like put downs from others. Back to my memories of high school, I I struggled with the way that I was known. I guess I I'm under the impression and maybe I could be totally wrong here. But I'm under the impression that people thought of me as just this very like nice person and maybe just like this very like pure sweet nice girl and for me that was like um (laughs) just like really cringy and not great for my confidence I think it felt like rather belittling I suppose like since I am more soft-spoken and yeah like I guess maybe people perceive me as kind or compassionate but for me it just came off as this feeling like I was weak or simple or that I was boring and I think people just kind of made these assumptions about like my lifestyle and I, yeah, I just like struggled with the way that I was viewed. And I think that the assumptions that people make about us can hinder our confidence because, I mean, the way that we're viewed certainly affects our connections and our relationships with people. And people tend to fill in the details about who we are based off very little facts. Instead of staying open about who we are, they can often fill in, fill in the details and sort of conjure an idea of what we are and who we are. This can limit us because they choose to think about us in the wh- whatever belief that they're all already holding. Another barrier to confidence can be the value of extroversion over introversion. I'm like kind of always going back and forth about these Myers-Briggs deals. I think they're fun to talk about, but they also just really bother me because I think, I don't know, I don't know if I'm an extrovert or an introvert. I think maybe I'm an ambivert, but I think everybody is somewhere in between, and mostly I just believe that these labels can be really detrimental to who we are. The moment that we speak out these things about ourselves is when we become bound by them and they become our truth. Maybe somewhere along the way, while developing my self-concept over the years, at certain points, that self-concept kind of relied on this notion that I didn't have confidence. I think the first words I might use to describe myself were awkward or weird or like something frankly like (laughs) pretty negative and... I could say, like, I'm awkward or, like, I'm weird with this sort of confidence and own the fact that, yeah, like, I am kind of a weird individual. But at the same time, I've realized that the way we describe ourselves really does matter about how we view ourselves deep down and what we project out into the world. I've, I think I've just, having realized certain things about myself that I truly do appreciate and can find confidence in, has freed me from sort of capitalizing on the those aspects of myself that I used to identify with, which were more negative. I just kind of recently got past this self-deprecation thing that I, I used to use to form how I view myself. So likewise with introverts and extroverts, I think our culture tends to value people who are more outgoing and who, um, I don't know, seem to be outgoing from the start. And that was difficult for my confidence because, yeah, I guess I am more soft-spoken and maybe I do need more time to warm up. But once I have that, there's really no stopping me, you guys. (laughs) 
I just hope in the future for a world where labels don't bind us and become comfortable for us to find our identities in. I hope that people wouldn't use such categories to assume things about others because it could free them to live their most authentic selves. Mental health can also be a serious struggle for confidence. Um, depression and anxiety definitely makes it hard to foster confidence and have good self-esteem. Those are so difficult because it can become like a very difficult cycle. When we start to be more down or anxious, it's a lot harder to foster confidence, especially in those areas of our lives that are going to push us, whether it's like work or maybe difficult relationships in your life. Having good self-esteem in those situations gets even harder when mental health is poor. But also just because someone has depression and anxiety or other challenges, that doesn't mean that they can't have their own form of confidence. Sometimes, going back to the way people view us, it's kind of vital to look at what confidence means to different people. I'm, I'm so grateful for the confidence which I feel that I've grown into. I'm happy to say that my confidence has freed me from some of these negative beliefs I've held about myself that people also assumed about me. Doing this has like seriously opened up my world and helped me live my life to the fullest, dive into my passions, feel happy and content in relationships, take risks in life, and have fun. I think confidence seriously is key. I hope that, if anything, this podcast might encourage you to either have gratitude for the confidence already present within you and gratitude for that journey which has brought you to have confidence. And if not, then maybe it's worth looking into yourself, into what brings you joy and what you do value and maybe how these things are hindered, how you can live your fullest life to have true confidence and freedom to be your truest self. It takes grace um, with ourselves to remember that we might not always be confident in every situation. And I think having true confidence also requires having some humility about who we are, that we don't know everything about ourselves or the world, but also just having trust in our ourselves that it's okay to not know everything and we've been made to be who we are. Having freedom to trust ourselves that maybe if we don't have it figured out today, we might have it figured out later and maybe we'll never have everything figured out, but we're still us within that. It's, I think it's all about taking on those questions of who we are, what we like and what we're into, what we believe in, considering them, but also not getting caught up in having all the answers. This has been the second episode of What the Hell is Up. Thank you so, so much for listening, you guys. I do hope that this podcast may have inspired you in some way or encouraged you to consider what confidence means to you. And yeah, I'm just super grateful that you've listened all the way through and were able to hear a little bit about my excitement for realizing I have confidence. And I just want to celebrate with you if you can relate to any of this. Thank you so much. Peace and love, friends.